Oh, man, this is really living. Everybody, it is Monday, June 1st, 3.25 p.m., and I'm doing my old commute. The reason being is I volunteered to help a castmate of mine's parents move, uh, unload their, their uh, U-Haul trucks in Strasburg, and um, it was really great to do my old commute again. Great to see some of my other castmates. Um, yeah, it was just it was just amazing. It didn't feel like it had been almost three months since I had seen them. And it just made me feel like things were normal for a change, which is uh, which is great. Uh, so I'm heading back home. I'm almost there now. <sighs> but tomorrow, oh man, I'm tired. I actually uh, exerted myself. Uh, tomorrow I'll be hitting the poles to support a friend of mine. Um, so that'll be another opportunity to get out and about with people. And there's a lot going on in our world. And a lot has taken our mind off of the coronavirus, which is kind of interesting how it's playing out. Um, it's become the backseat story uh, with everything going on with protests and uh, the violence which is just, I mean, it's just, it's really eye-opening. Um, and, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of all of these things. I have my own opinions on what's going on. I think violence against innocent people is wrong, no matter who's involved. Um, I think violence uh, from governing bodies against innocent people is especially wrong um, because the people are powerless to defend themselves especially in the current climate that we're in where we're trying to um, limit the ability of the people to defend themselves against an oppressive power It's just a reminder of why those things were put in place so that the people could defend themselves. But I think, unfortunately, those things get lost and innocent people get caught in the crossfire. Business owners who have been hanging on by their fingernails for the last three months hoping that they would be able to survive long enough to reopen, um, having their businesses destroyed for no fault of their own things like that, that's where it just starts to get, the waters start to get super muddy, and it starts to get very frustrating, uh, because no one's listening on either side when that stuff starts to happen, um, you know, it just further divides rather than unites, and yeah, it's sad, you know, and here we are, we're entering June, we're entering essentially the unofficial beginning of summer, and a lot of us are fed up with being cooped up in our homes, and we want life to return to normal. 
called this morning that Italian officials are coming out and saying that the coronavirus is not as potent as it was at the outset, that it's mutated into a less potent version. I don't know how true that is, but it kind of fits what's happening now as we continue to see the numbers declining in our country. Obviously, there are other hotbeds across the world that are starting, and those are ones that are like a month behind us, so it's understandable. In terms of the U.S., we're really seeing a decline in the deaths per day. Um, obviously, death is, is horrible for those that are involved, the families of those that are dying. But when you look at it in a raw data standpoint, you know, unfortunately, you kind of have to remove emotions from it. Um, statistically speaking, deaths are declining. Hospitalizations are declining. And those are good things. Uh, it's not just going to stop one day, but decline, continued decline is what we're hoping to continue to see. And it's declining even in places that have reopened, which is really encouraging. And that's the case in most of the countries, if not all of the countries that have started to reopen. They have not seen a spike or a resurgence in new cases. So I'm hoping that this virus has a natural life of its own, um, a lifespan that will just come to an end, that we won't see a second wave uh, and the narrative is changing very quickly as people have stopped focusing on the virus because of the things that are uh, so hostile in our country right now. The story is spinning, the news coverage is spinning, it's, it's changing to a different narrative, and it's interesting that, that we are now in a position where people are not thinking about this thing that has been on our minds for three months. Uh, it's unfortunate the reason why that's happening, but... I'm hoping that, uh, you know, another month from now, the cases will be so few and far between that uh, it won't be our 24-hour news cycle anymore. Anyway, this video is a lot longer than I anticipated, and I will let you guys go. Hey everybody, it's Tuesday, June 2nd, primary election day, and I am at the local polls. It's 9.50. And my ship's from 10 to 12. I'm trying to support my friend Matt Kugler as he puts a write-in campaign for state representative for the 146th district. Um, trying to drink my coffee so I can get out and put my mask on. Yeah, a lot of things going on in the world, as you know. Um, I just hope that you know who you're voting for and you have a valid reason that isn't just because you don't like the other person. Um... There's a lot of uh, a lot of things that people are willing to ignore because they don't like the current president, and uh, I get it. I don't like the current president either, but there are things that are happening right now that people are blaming the president for that he has not done. And when you see that type of outcry, it makes you wonder, it makes you think, um, you know, you have organizations that are anti-Trump, outspoken, and about the things that are going on right now, and the riots, and encouraging them. And then you have people saying, it's Trump's fault. There are people who like Trump that are causing these problems. It doesn't it's not doesn't quite make sense. So somebody's lying and there's sufficient evidence to believe that it's the 
Antifa organization that is coordinating these riots um, because they want anarchy and they want a lot of things to happen to make this country a globalist country <clears throat> and to <clears throat> destroy our democracy. Or it's actually a republic. Uh, constitutional republic. Nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody, it's Wednesday, June 3rd, 10.51 a.m. That's why I look like death. It's light. I don't know if it's making it worse or better. Uh, maybe I'll just leave it off. Um, spent the couple hours at the polls yesterday. That was fun. And uh, went back. My wife voted. And I got to hang out, actually, with Matt Kubler, who's my friend, and who was doing a write-in campaign. Uh, he's considering a third-party run. Uh, so I'll give him a lot of credit for doing that. I just wanted to share my thoughts on everything that's going on in the world right now with riots and protests against police brutality, and it's just really gotten to me in my heart. I've like it's it's um, there's been a lot of anger and a lot of frustration about um, this side versus that side, and I think it just comes from like you have an idealistic view of how you wish society would be, and then every day for a weeks on end you're smacked in the face with the fact that it's not that and um, you know I reached out to my friends uh, and my colleagues um, who are African American just to see you know, just let them know I'm thinking of them and praying for them and I just feel angry over um, the us versus them mentality, the either or, you have to either be for this or against this rather than being against all injustice, um, and just not really getting the sensitivities to it and just making mistakes myself in regards to it, uh, and some of the things that I've said, and it's just, I feel very beaten down over it, and I'm sure that that's how a lot of minorities feel, uh, all the time, um, so it's just been very eye-opening time to realize what's in my heart and how lazy I, I can be about things when I think that they should just be a certain way. Um, so there's just a lot going on, obviously, for everybody in the world, and it's an interesting period of our life, and I hope we never go back to the way things were. I hope this is a positive, there's a positive outcome out of all of this, not further division. Um, I feel like we're teetering on the brink of Actually, I feel like we've we've crossed the brink of further division, I believe. Um, I think that at this point, um, the things that are happening are causing more harm than good. It's um, not to say that there isn't a just cause for why these things are being started, but the, those that are that hate America, those that hate um, justice. Uh, they want to see it unravel, and they're the ones that are hijacking these events, and they're the ones that are getting the most publicity. Um, so I'm just prayerful. I'm hoping that God will take control of the situation. I know he's in control, but that um, somehow these things will be redeemed. There will be reconciliation among all people. Um, but that's my little, my little soapbox. But... Anything else that's going on? Uh, I might be getting a new listing very soon. So it might actually be on the market by the time this video comes up. So you can check that out. Um, and also, I got word that Adam Spear 
now that it, as of uh, June 5th, the restaurants can have outdoor dining, Adam's Fear, um, past and present iteration of it, uh, will be performing. Uh, so I'm really excited to be able to get out and perform in some capacity. So June 12th, which I think, I don't know if this will be out by then or before then, we're going to be playing at Baco, uh, which is our long-standing uh, performance venue. Um, they have a patio outside. They're going to have reservations for people so they can handle the situation, but we're going to be providing the entertainment, so that's exciting. Um, and I'm hoping to do more things like that in my community to help those uh, businesses that are doing curbside pickup and um, takeout and things like that, maybe set up and provide some entertainment for the people as they're waiting. So some opportunities there to, to get out and, and contribute to society. Uh, and that's what I'm looking to take advantage of. So it's 5.55 p.m. on Wednesday, June 3rd. We had a huge thunderstorm that lasted all of about 30 minutes. Trays are down everywhere, power's out everywhere, so we decided to drive to East Norriton dinner at Charlie's Pizza, which is our old stomping grounds. They have delicious red top pizza. And we called the place to order and I walked in and they were like, uh, it's cash only because they're out of, they're without power as well. Then we went to three different ATMs before we found one that actually worked. And then it was a touch screen and it wouldn't recognize my touch. So I guess I'm Every single drive-through now has lines around the buildings, even Taco Bell, Wendy's. It's just a classic adventure that we drove 30 minutes to get this pizza, and then it's just sitting there, and we have no way of paying for it. It's been a great, great end to this last 12 weeks of our lives. Come on, yellow phase. Good day, everyone. It's Thursday, June 4th, 1.13 p.m. That's Jesse. That's Leland. Jamie's to my right, but she probably doesn't want to be on the camera. We are still without power, so our friends, our local friends, were nice enough to help us store some of our stuff in from our refrigerator and let our boys take showers. Because um, while we do have public water and public sewer, the hot water is precious. Um, what else is going on? There's some stuff. Nothing electronics, that's for sure. Yeah, we're charging our phones in our cars and at our friends' houses. It's supposed to come back on at 11 by 11 o'clock tonight. It came on in the middle of the night for a short period of time, uh, as reported by my wife. I was asleep, I didn't know. But then there was a big explosion sound and a flashing light behind our house, and then it all went off again. So it was crazy. It was like a 20 minutes of rain, and it like destroyed half the population. It seemed like. What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, June 7th, 7.55 p.m. We're heading back from Auburn, Pennsylvania. We got to connect with Jamie's family brothers and her parents see them for the first time since all this lockdown that was very nice 
So in Royer's Ford, we were without power for the last, this is day five, but thankfully the power has been restored. We stayed at my dad's house uh, for two nights, which was really nice because um, it was really hot in our house and we got to kind of have a mini vacation, but it would be good to get into a normal summer routine because the first week that we started with no school, all the power got knocked out by the Durant show. I don't know how you Dur Durantshire? I don't know how you say it. Look it up. It's a strong wind or something. Uh, but yeah, so this week should be interesting. And uh, yeah, that's, that's basically where we are. And we are looking forward to getting back to a sense of normalcy. Finally back home. Praise God. It's about 9 o'clock at night. Almost 10 of 9, I think. And the humidifier is running again. Get the humidity out of our basement. Air conditioner kicked on on its own when the power came back on. So the house is a nice 72 degrees to walk into, which is awesome. Uh, it's been a rough... It hasn't been a rough week. That's uh, misstating it. But it's been uh, an interesting week. Very thankful for family. Being able to put us up for a while. And... Uh, Excited to get back into a normal routine, or at least our quarantine routine, without quarantine. Hey everybody, it's Thursday, June 11th, it's 2.15 in the afternoon. Heading down to bring my for sale sign for my new listing, which is going on the market tomorrow. And I'm excited about that. Excited for an opportunity to earn a living somehow. And uh, Tuesday, we went to the beach for the day, which was great. Got super sunburned because I was stupid. And uh, I thought I had taken care of things, but I had not. Um, what else is going on? Oh, our trees in the back of our house are starting to concern us because of the storm and losing power. So we're trying to be proactive. And the, the homeowners association that is behind our house owns the, the wooded area behind our house. And I tried to get them to consider proactively removing one tree specifically that kind of leans over our property and they said they weren't going to do that so I had to contact the borough to see if there's any code violations or anything like that that I could get the borough involved because I just don't want that tree falling on my house because um, we did have some branches fall down as you saw but I'm super excited to Tomorrow night, perform at Baco, outside dining, is back in Pennsylvania. I'm really excited about that. And then Sunday, I'm performing outside at the West End in Quakertown. So it'll be fun to be doing those things again. Um, fewer than 1,000 hospitalizations in Pennsylvania. Total decrease since May 12th of 56% or something like that. So we're doing really well. There's like a 55% increase in ventilator use in Pennsylvania. So the numbers continue to decline, which is good. And 
really praying that at some point in the green phase, which could be as soon as two weeks from now, uh, I'm hoping that in the green phase at some point, Sight and Sound will be able to reopen and we can resume normal uh, operations for the, you know, whatever restrictions have to be in place, that's fine, but so I can get back to doing my job. That's where we stand. I haven't been updating as much because there's not, you know, trying to check out to not get overwhelmed by everything that's going on. Uh, easier said than done, obviously. But I started to grow my beard back, as you can see, um, in the hopes that maybe in the next six weeks or so I'll be back to work. Um, and I'll have a nice full beard by then. Okie dokie. I'll talk to you guys later. What's up, everybody? Got a nice, fresh haircut from my wife. Get my beard coming back. And uh, sorry to show so much of my skin and everything, but I just wanted to show you the sunburn that I got when I went to the beach. It's uh, it's pretty gnarly. You can see it. See the difference? Sorry about all the hair. And it's very... Uh, hopefully you're not eating watching this. I, I would never recommend that. But you can see it's all in my shoulders. And it, it stings, and now it's starting to itch. It's at the itchy phase, which is great. But summer's here. Unofficially or officially, it's here. And uh, that's exciting. Hey, hey. Everybody, it's uh, Friday night, 11:20 p.m. I have not been out performing late like this in some time, so I feel very tired. First time I really sang in three months, and it went okay. Had to warm it up. It's nice to be out and about again, man. It felt like normal. Like <laughs> felt like we were back to normal. Uh, but uh, yeah, I get to do it again on Sunday at the West End. So that's fun. Man, I can't get over how normal everything felt. <laughs> and then you kind of go back to things not being so normal. But uh, it was a great night all, all in all. And uh, I'm kind of hungry. Might have to get myself a late night snack. See ya! What's up, everybody? It's Saturday night, 8... Uh, what day? June 13th, 8.34pm. And I'm sitting in the back seat of the car... I'm the driver. With my wife. I'm and my kids are in the front. You can see in the background there, we are at a drive-in. We're going to watch Despicable Me and Minions. We're going to be out late. Oh, shaky. Uh, what else did we do today? Oh, we went thrift store shopping today. It's awesome. Uh, what else did we do? Exciting yeah. stuff. Uh, tomorrow we're playing at the West End in Quakertown. It went really well at Baco. Life felt normal again. And hopefully that'll continue. And, uh, yeah. That's about all. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Sunday, June 14th, 11, 12 a.m. We are at our outdoor church service for the first time. Uh, it's good to be back among people. And it's really beautiful out, and I got my sunscreen on my receding hairline, so it should be okay. 
I'll be outside most of the day playing at Baco this day, later this evening. And uh, not Baco, West End. That's right, I already did Baco. And uh, yeah, we might get some Taco Maya, which is the Mexican restaurant behind us, for lunch today. Hopefully, you can hear me. I haven't been talking very loud because I don't want to be disruptive to those around me. That you would take my place. Bear my cross. That you would bear my cross. You lay down your life. What's up, everybody? It's Sunday late afternoon. It's almost 5 o'clock. I am a few minutes away from the West End in Quakertown. Looking forward to performing tonight. It's a beautiful night. Looking for something dumb to do. To quote the Bruno Mars song, Marry You. Uh, maybe we'll do that song tonight. It's in our repertoire for sure. Um, yeah, it feels great to be out and about and doing normal things again. That's really the gist of this whole episode, I think. It's just slow return to normal. Um, really praying that Sight and Sound will be able to open in some capacity sooner rather than later. Um, but I'm very thankful that real estate has given me some things to do. I'm very fortunate. And I don't take that for granted at all. At 12 showings in two days on my listing, we're expecting a few offers. So hopefully by the time this episode goes up, that thing will be contract that would be incredible and then we can start looking for a home uh, a new home for my clients anyway i'm uh, just about there i will talk to you guys later maybe get some highlights of our evening up everybody it is 9 39 p.m i'm leaving the west end see if you can see it in the, the window there you go boom quaker town it's a good night beautiful weather nice to be out performing again um the listing is on fire fire look up the building is on fire on youtube you'll be glad you did um yeah the listing is on fire 12 showings in two days we might have five offers, something like that, or at least we've had five different agents say that they're considering an offer. We already have a one offer. Um, hopefully we'll get everything we need and we'll go over the offers tomorrow night. Now the onus is on me to help find them a house because it's clear that their house will sell. Now we just need to find them a new house. So I'll be showing houses this week. It's crazy because I feel like it's exciting to be back doing real estate again, and uh, it's also exciting to be doing real estate when the uh, it's not my primary source of income like it used to be. It's a different feeling. Uh, obviously, I'm not employed right now by Sight and Sound anymore because of the lockdowns and COVID-19, but, you know, the fact that we've been able to stay afloat because of the stimulus and the... $600 a month and all that stuff. And now I can actually resume. Now, I don't know if I'll have to pay some money back at the end of the year or whatever because I'm going to be making real estate income probably, but I didn't qualify for unemployment anyway. 
So, yeah, we'll see how that all is. But anyway, I'm going to stop for a sneaky snack and uh, enjoy the day. The evening, the drive home. A long commute at this time of night takes me back. Takes me back to working at Sight and Sound. So hopefully I'll be able to get back to that sooner rather than later. What's up, everybody? It's um, Tuesday, June 16th. It's 1.13 p.m. I am out showing houses to client. And uh, we just looked at the fourth house. We're going to head to the fifth house now and then call it a day. Um, we got four offers on their home. And we're expecting a fifth offer tonight. Probably make a decision tonight um, about their home. So things are crazy in real estate right now, absolutely insane. So if you have been itching to get on the market and you'd like to list, uh, I'm the guy. That's all I can say. I'm the guy. Hey everybody, it's Thursday, June 18th, and I realized as I was going back through my videos that we never, I never updated you guys on some of the outdoor work that we've been doing. Um, my wife has been amazing the way she's taken on these projects and then it's not completed yet we still have to paint our patio um, but if you can see behind us we cut back all the overgrowth and everything looks nice here and uh, earlier in the video you saw her uh, sanding our Bilko doors ta-da nice gray Rustoleum. she also it's unbelievable. She just, she goes and does things and I'm like, oh, I didn't even notice. She sealed in right here. This was all, this was all separated and from settlement and all that stuff. It's been like that since we moved in. She sealed it all up nice. It's good, it's, it's good enough for now. The sealing is very important for the water and everything um, until we can actually afford to get this whole re, this whole cement thing re-poured. Re um. But yeah, it's nice. And then we have here, you can see behind me, this nice little area along the side of the house that she's done. See that? And then this is really cute. She had the boys paint this old palette, and then she painted, let's see if we can get a good shot of that. Can you see that? She painted these elephants. On here we got some plants coming out. And then over here, come around this way. We have some sunflowers growing to hopefully conceal the ugly water thing. I can't see where my finger is. There it is. Sunflowers growing. We got a nice little seating area here. We just got these flowers yesterday from the local farmer's market. And that just about completes most of... Oh, we also cleared out this, this area here. It's all overgrown too. We cut it back. Well, my wife didn't. <laughs> And then we, we got these pieces of wood um, from neighbors who had had something torn apart. And uh, we took care of it here. We lined our driveway with it. So, not bad. <laughs> Thursday night, 7 o'clock at Victory Park in Royers Ford. We got some Penny's Pizza, red top. And we're going to sit down outside and eat it. And his red turn. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Acting Realtor Podcast. If you like what you heard, I encourage you to subscribe. 
You can also leave us a rating or review. That will move us up the charts so other people can find out about the show. I also encourage you to check out actingrealtor.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well.